Hi, everyone. Welcome to HR Bytes, a podcast and video series to bring you stories of HR professionals who bring a think globally and act locally digital HR agenda to their work. Everyday people who are driving digital transformations in their organizations, data-driven and future-fit digital HR leaders. We are present on all your favorite podcast channels, and you can also watch the show on YouTube. Do follow us on social, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Our guest today is Michelle Jimenez. Welcome to the show, Michelle. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. So, Michelle, I know you've been in the field of human resources for over 15 years. Can you tell us and our audience a little bit more about how you started out in HR and where you are in your career journey today? <laughs> Absolutely. So I actually started out in HR by accident. It was approached to me um, if I was interested in filling up a recently open position in human resources. I said, sure, I'll give it a shot. I was fresh out of high school. Um, uh, I was in my undergrad years at college and I said, why not? And I fell in love with it. I actually, the beginning of my career was still kind of interested. I, I originally wanted to be a doctor and an anthropologist. So my bachelor's is a science bachelor's, um, but then realized that this is where my heart was. So I've worked in nonprofit education, um, healthcare, government, and I have uh, just recently returned back to the nonprofit world. Wonderful. And so in 2022, Michelle, what do you think are the technology challenges for HR leaders? Our, our technology challenges are every day, whether it's 2022 or, or 2019. Um, it, it's a constantly evolving world. Um, HR is leaning more and more and always has leaned more towards technology just to make our lives easier. It is, it's commonly seen that the HR departments are usually smaller than what they should be for a lot of organizations. So we lean on technology to kind of support the needs of our organizations. I think what happened with the pandemic, it just pushed that a lot further for a lot of organizations that were just dipping their toes into it. Um, and what has evolved is just realizing where everybody's comfort level is and where um, finances land and what works for an organization, what doesn't work for an organization. And then of course the security aspect to it. Um, and when I was in government, uh, one big portion of my role was security. And that's always on the back of my mind is as we evolve the security evolve with it. Um, so every day we're facing new challenges, no matter um, whether it's, does this laptop work for you or does this program work for you? So there's a constant challenge to face. And with this evolving nature of how we've been adopting and adapting to technology, especially in the past two and a half years, how do you think HR teams have handled the mindset of buying every shiny new object in HR technology? <laughs> what, what's been your take on it? I honestly think that's a problem we all have, whether it's HR related or not. I just want the new thing. Um, I, I, at the beginning, we all had that honeymoon phase, like, oh my God, I need this, I need that, anything that works. Um, what has come out of it is part of this pandemic and part of these changes has really given HR, given HR professionals a seat at the table. So before we were just running the background. So now we're at, we're at that table and we're letting folks know, hey, 
this is what we need to do to run our organizations. This may work, this may not work. We're, we're bringing in those anal that analytical data to, to the forefront and showing our, our executive teams and our leaders and our, and our budget holders exactly where the funds should go. Does it always work? Absolutely not. Nothing's perfect. Um, but we now have that voice that we're being heard and it's just trial and error and, and really reviewing what's out there um, and really reviewing what can we bring in now versus later. A lot of folks had the, the uh, incorrect misconception that they needed everything now. That's not the case. Start off slow, roll it out, see what takes, see what doesn't take. You really get to find out if your staff is really prepared for a more electronic world or whether they're not and kind of just go with it and, and evolve with it. The most important things I tell anybody in HR or leadership is you have to be a chameleon to the, to the surroundings. You can't just set your stone into one place. You got to move with the flow. Um, so I, I think constantly having that conversation is one big way to kind of mitigate that I must have it, I must have it. It's just, does it work? Does it not work? Where do we go forward? Where do we go back? Absolutely. Agility is what we all need. Like it's prime, uh, you know, of, if, of prime importance today, if you're in HR to be agile and like a chameleon or a gecko for that matter. Yep. Or a gecko, yep. <laughs> yep. Um, so, you know, we all know that our social capital, our connections within the organization play a very major role in how we bring innovation to our function or even bring new technology to our function. What role did your social capital play in you bringing new technology to your function? Yeah, absolutely. That kind of leans towards what I mentioned before, that we now have that seat at the table um, where before HR kind of not really ran its own, but really did a lot of the work behind the scenes. Um, but now that the people were directly affected, especially by a pandemic, every leadership turned to the HR department. And what do we do? How, how do we help staff? And at the same time, the staff is turning to HR with what do I do now? Um, so this allowed us to really establish that strong connection within our own organizations and outside because we started to lean on each other, whether you're in industry or not, is what did you do? How did you do it? Uh, you know, how do you, how did you evolve to this? How, how did you not? Um, so uh, having that conversation with your direct leadership, your, your key stakeholders um, is crucial, is absolutely crucial. And just having that open communication. I think with human resources, there was a lot of unknown from those who don't work in human resources and not, not a lot of understanding. So now we can explain this is how everything is affected and this is how it can it affect the future because part of our role is predicting. We, we become fortune tellers is, is how may this or may this not evolve. Um, taking those new laws and kind of interpreting them specific to your organization. So our, our voices really opened up and it, it's been so exciting. Yes, has it been a struggle? Absolutely. It's been an absolute struggle. I, I would be amiss if I'd said it wasn't, but it's been so refreshing, so rewarding. Even look at HR departments, our names are changing. We're no longer HR, we're now people-based, which right. is what we've always been. So it, it's so, it's lovely to see this kind of involvement within our own industry. I, I like the title people leader versus uh, HR, right? <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you know, we all agree that definitely tech adoption in our people functions has been fast forwarded in the past two years, especially because of the pandemic and the remote nature of the world of work that we've all been forced into. 
what in your opinion could be some barriers to a successful technology implementation within our function? Um, there, there are definitely many barriers. Uh, one big one is launching too soon. Is get everybody a laptop, here you go, good luck and Godspeed. Um, I think that's a big mistake because you have to have some sort of control and, and, and guidance on the systems themselves. Um, another big barrier is adopting the wrong technology. It might not work for you. What worked for that organization may not work for you. So not doing your true due diligence to, to really compare your organization to this technology you're looking at, I think it is definitely, you know, shooting yourself in the foot. Um, and, and another one is now we're starting to see people's comfort level with technology. You may have somebody who is a fantastic employee in office, give them more technology and they start to get a little nervous. Not that they can't do it, but it's something new. Um, so that's, that is always going to be a barrier. And I think, but now we're, I truly believe we're in a place that we know how to deal with it a little bit better. Um, but if I were to name my top three or four, those would be it. And what's one piece of advice you have for HR professionals, our colleagues who are looking to adopt or learn new technology? You did mention about not launching too quickly. What other bad behaviors during a technology transformation, especially a, a digital transformation in today's world, would you advise us against? Um, to not talk to your staff. Yes, as managers, we know what we want. We know what our, the money is. But the staff may have some ideas we never thought of, or the staff have a better insight that we wouldn't have. I mean, they're doing the work day in, day out. Do we know who they are? Do we understand their 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 jobs? Absolutely. We built the job descriptions. But being on the floor is a different experience versus reading it on paper or managing it from a different perspective. So I think um, you would be amiss to not involve your your team, even if it's just like a um, a group, like a focus group. Involve your team somehow to be a part of that decision. Absolutely. And, you know, data you mentioned is a very big part of how we go about performing all the necessary functions uh, within our departments these days. How do you think we should be approaching HR data and metrics in this now of work? Um, Open-minded, absolutely. Uh, the way data is analyzed can be different. Um, there are so many tools out there that the, the world can get a little bit clouded. There's a lot being thrown at you. So being able to really kind of maneuver your way and pinpoint what works for you, what you're looking for is absolutely crucial. Um, do your research. We're always learning. Just because there's a number in front of you doesn't mean you truly understand it. Really learn what you're about to learn yourself. So really do that work and do that due diligence to have a full, complete understanding of the analytics that you're approaching or have in front of you and how it compares to your cohorts uh, within the industry. Wonderful. So that brings us to the funner part of our conversation, the question connection rapid fire round. Ready? I'm ready. Absolutely. So who is one person you've gained in your network in the last year that you think everyone should know about in the HR tech space? Oh, that's a tough one. I don't have, I, I think, a specific one. I'm, I'm a huge advocate for groups like HR Geckos. Um, you, of course, you're, you've been a, a huge add-on to my network. Thank you. But <laughs> I, I'm more into groups and collaborative. So it's not really a particular individual. 
Um, I follow so many different individuals just for their uh, individual insights, such as like, um, you know, like the Bill Gates of the world, the different stuff outside of HR, but technology based. I mean, your big ones are your, 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 your car folks and your computer folks and your Microsoft of the world. But for HR, it's groups. Um, it's really not one person for me. Wonderful. And um, any favorite podcasts related to technology or any books that you would recommend to our audience? Other than HR Bytes? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure, thank you. <laughs> HR Bytes is definitely, <laughs> it's definitely one of the podcasts I listen to. Uh, so it that's definitely uh, helpful. Books, uh, again, I'm more into like uh, the collaborative uh, stance. I don't have one favorite book. So like HR Brew. Um, subscribing to your local magazines or your local network that will constantly feed information out are definitely big hitters for me. And any webinars for HR tech that you've come across or LinkedIn learning series that you'd recommend? Um, for LinkedIn learning, I've gravitated more towards the cultural based ones. Uh, because we're moving to a remote world, the biggest challenge has been connecting with your staff. So I'm always looking for new ways to integrate that connection, even though, you know, we're remote um, in, in certain instances. So and anything that's cultural based or um, just how do you connect with your folks? How do you communicate with them in a virtual world is definitely the top of my list in these past few days. And technology is the basis for building those connections, believe it or not. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And, you know, you've mentioned that you give back to the community, the HR community, in a number of different ways. What is one way you enjoy giving back to the community? Oh, my absolute favorite way is starting at the roots. So I love to go back to like my college alma mater or high schools, local high schools, and pique the interest of those that really don't understand HR or have that, hey, what is HR? Maybe something I want to do and really guiding them through that. So I love going to the local campuses, bringing students in to either observe in the HR world or in different industries and establishing that connection early on is one of my favorite things to give back. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being on the HR Byte show today, Michelle. I've learned a lot and I'm hoping our audience has learned a lot too. If our audience would like to connect with you, what's the best way for them to reach you? LinkedIn is absolutely the best way. I am uh, regularly on it. It's the best way to keep in touch with my colleagues and, and cohorts. So absolutely LinkedIn. Wonderful. And I'll link your LinkedIn profile in the show notes for the audience to connect with you. So thank you again. And we look forward to learning more from you on social media as we follow you around uh, as you grow in your career and bring all your learnings to um, us through social media, of course. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add to our conversation today? Any parting advice, nuggets of wisdom? <laughs> no, I've, I mean, this has been an absolute honor and a privilege, and I thank you for, the, for inviting me on. Um, if there would be any piece of knowledge is just keep your mind open and listen to the others around you because you never know what piece of golden information you'll get from the person sitting next to you. Wonderful. So. And on that note, thank you again, Michelle. <laughs> and thank you everyone for joining us today. We look forward to bringing you more such HR tech stories in the future. Thanks for being here. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.